Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Strike Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe one of the best Charity Stripe traditions goes down today? We have the NFL Draft Show, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe Pitcher Free Throws, because they're for re. So 328 coming hot at you guys, and so 327. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Toss Me the Rock Tosopoulos and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. And we have the tradition today. For those of you, it's your first time with us on the draft show. Every year, what we do is we do a rotating pick draft where someone starts at the one, then someone else picks the two, then the three, then backs the person who picked at the one for the four, and so on and so forth. There will be trades. We don't know who the other people are picking, so we're kind of going off the cuff here. We do know where the trades. We do know where the trades are. We're not going, we're not that crazy. We want it to be a little somewhat prepared, right? We want to have some... A decent flow for the listeners as well. Yeah, we don't want to be sitting here for 15 minutes haggling each other over pick 19. Yeah, we want to give you our picks so you can put down money for your picks. And where could you do that? Nick, you tell us where we could do that, Nick. I think you know. I think I know. Where is it? Is it betonline.ag? Yes, ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. There we go. Yeah, it's absolutely betonline.ag because that is the best online sports book in the world, in the entire world. They've got the 24-7 online casino. There's really nothing you can't do at betonline.ag, but one thing you definitely can do is, is bet on who, um, which quarterback is going to be taken after after uh, Mac Jones, the the four and five guy, because mm-hmm. we know it's going to, well, I guess you'll find out what our one, two, three is, but I'm, wow, I'm interested I, to. That's, wow, that, you're kind of tipping your hand here. On what you think the Niners are going to do. Well, I'm not the Niners, so I can absolutely I know, I'm guess. the Niners. Wow, that's interesting, Toss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're also the Patriots, so I feel like you're not going to put Mac Jones on the Niners, but we'll see. But back to betonline.ag. Yeah. You know what I put a bet on? What did you put today? a bet on? Today? What? Viola Davis to win Best Actress. For Ma Rainey? Wow. Yep. The Oscars are tonight. I wasn't even, my head wasn't even there. I was like, Viola well, Davis. I mean, to our today. listeners will know if I won or not yeah. tomorrow. They'll know. They'll be aware. Today. I was like Viola Davis be like the nine the pick after the Niners going to the Falcons. That'd be interesting. 
But then yeah, I remembered the, days to the to the Falcons. Then I remembered that you could do anything on BetOnline.ag. So which is, that's right. Which is so exciting. go to go to BetOnline.ag, sign up today, get fifty percent off on your welcome bonus deposit. Um, yeah, that's the place to do it. They're your online sportsbook experts. So without further ado, let's move on from BetOnline. Get What's, into the actual. But not actual because it's a mock NFL draft. Let's do it. Uh, before we jump right in, quick takeaways: anything you guys notice about the draft during our research uh, that you want to throw out there? Anything about the players, position players, or pretty standard draft for you guys? I agree with something you said to me earlier off off air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really weak defensive line class. Yeah, and Is that's it- normally not the case. Usually, yeah. that's usually one of the more strong positions. But this year. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a guy on the defensive line taken in the first, I don't know, 15 picks maybe? We'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we might be in for some some reaches for some teams on the defensive side of the ball. That's what, I, that's what my gut is telling me. I think there are going to be some guys. I mean, everyone, there's so much value placed on an edge rusher, as there should be. I'm not sold really on any of these guys any of the edge rushers in this class, and I think that we might see two in the top 15. I think it's being sold on them versus really being able to like distinguish them and, and hang your hat on one of them. It's kind of almost a situation like after we see Waddle go, after we see Chase go, after we see Smith go, who's that fourth wide receiver going to be taken? Like, Do you want to yeah. go Bateman more or, or more? Like, Which one do you want to— Or, or even at, Tony. Or, or even Tony or even— like, at, People are talking about Eskridge. Like, do you want to— like, Which risk are you going to take? Because all those edge guys— are kind of like, you know, each has a pro and each has a knock. Yeah. Right. And then there's two guys like Levi Anzawerki uh, out of Washington and Christian Barmore out of Bama are the two D-line prospects, the interior guys that will go probably in the first round. But maybe we're already hearing reports out of like Barmore that people don't like him. And Anzawerki is like not one of those guys. that It'd be a reach almost. He's not necessarily considered a top 32 prospect. It really ranges across the board. So... That's where we stand. I think that's a great point that you brought back up, Nick. I think a lot of the positions are top-heavy in, cer- in certain situations. We see it in the receivers. There's a clear top three. I think we see it in the cornerbacks. There's a clear top three, but there's also a fourth cornerback that I'm really into. Um, did it with the offensive linemen. Did it with the quarterbacks. Um, and then, obviously, Micah Parsons, all of his off-the-field issues aside. And then Kyle Pitts, you know, at their positions, they're clearly kind of the premium One of player. one in there. Yeah, yeah, the premium players. Um, and even Trevon Merrick, guy from TCU, yeah, I really, I really yeah. like him. He's a, a premier safety. It's just about who, who needs that safety. We've seen like time and time again. Nick's Chargers got lucky a couple of years ago because safety is just not a position. Like you know, Eric Berry obviously went number five, um, but Derwin James is a, is a top tier, was a top tier prospect, but he slipped all the way to seventeen because safety is not always a position that people really try to you know hit in the first couple, first round of the first twenty picks. It's a cherry on top piece. All right. Anyway, 2021 NFL draft, first pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are they taking? Uh, surprise, surprise. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, this is a no-brainer. It's been a no-brainer since last year, I feel like, just depending on who was picking him. And the Jags are the lucky winner this year. Had the worst record in the NFL. Tank for Trevor. That's their guy. Can I ask you one question on Trevor Lawrence? And Nick, since this is your team, you could answer. You could throw in two if you need to. Okay. Do we think we'll see a point where Trevor Lawrence cuts his hair? Yes. Okay. I'm for it. I you, mean, look, you're curious. Let, let him ride out curious. the long hair for a little bit. 
But I mean, I like when guys clean it up a couple years into their career. You know, like mm-hmm. Degrom did it. He looks nice and clean cut. Um, I'm trying to think of like football players who have done it. I mean, uh, like Julio Jones had long hair for a while. He cut yeah, that. Yeah, like, I totally forgot. Looks good. That. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he does look good. Herbert has it. Yeah, as long as it's not yeah, as drastic Herbert. as Herbert's cut. Yeah. Let's go with like a. Let's go with some sort of styling element, Trevor Lawrence. If you cut the the long hair, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him go with like the shaved cut, which would be which would be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Cool. Number two pick. With the number two pick, the Jets will select second quarterback in the draft, Zach Wilson. So I think uh, that to no surprise to many people, Zach Wilson gets picked, and we move on from there. That's basically. I mean, we, they it, found their new QB, right? Yeah. The Jags found their guy. The Jets have theirs. It's pretty clear that Wilson has bumped past everyone else on the list. Um, it's what we expect. It's what's going to happen. And whether we agreed with it or not, um, from the onset of hey, we there was a lot of times where we mentioned the Jets should keep Darnold, you know, risk paying him and maybe take a quarterback next year and take one of the off, take uh, Panay Sewell, right, uh, offensive tackle out of Oregon. Um, they moved him, but they, they but they moved him to the Dar- to the to the Darnolds to the Panthers. <laughs> um, and Darnold Baratheon. Darnold Baratheon on the Panthers. On the Panthers, and now they've made. I mean, it's the worst kept secret. Everyone knows they're taking. It's pretty much a lock. Right. Um, I think his odds are like minus three thousand. Um, when I saw him BetOnline.ag. Um, now the Niners pick. I'm up. The Niners were picking at thirteen. Uh, or sorry, picking at twelve. They moved up. Um, with the Dolphins, and now they're picking at number three. They traded not only the number twelve pick, but two more first round picks uh, in consecutive years in twenty twenty two and twenty 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 three, and a couple other picks as well. On top of that, Mac Jones was the first reported quarterback taken. I've heard insider information that I cannot reveal my source. I've read other places, including Believe's own Tony Pauline, and I've seen a lot of other spots that the guy being taken by the Niners and I'm buying into it is Trey Lance. I agree with you. Uh, in my mock drafts that I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm also seeing the same thing. So Would that be my pick? Probably not. You guys know I'm a Fields guy through and through. I like, I don't, I'm not obsessed with Mac Jones, um, but you can't deny what he did last year. Guy won, got it done, doesn't turn the ball over, and see a historic completion percentage. And that was the reported thing at the top for the first season. But I think Trey Lance's workouts, his athleticism, and I think it's something that could fit in the t- current timeline with Jimmy G still being there. You have room for him to grow behind Jimmy G. Yeah. So I think Trey Lance is going to be the pick, and that's why I have the Niners taking The timeline definitely makes sense. I don't know about the scheme fit. It's not his prototype, but I'm I'm for it. I mean, if I were them I as far as QB prospects go I agree with you I think Fields out of the three of those guys has the most promising talent and he's been there and he's done it and competed against high level competition Um, and just the the toolbox that he's working with is just superior to Mac Jones I think this I I like the speed I like Lance's athleticism and his ability to roll out and his speed and obviously you know send the ball downfield which you have guys like Debo you have guys like Ayuk who can really stretch the field. I think just Jimmy G can't necessarily do that as well. But I think, you know, in Shanahan's system, I think it could I think it could change. You have a good offensive line and you could really move the ball. I don't know. How much has his scheme changed for the last well, five years? I think because he's had the same quarterback. I think he's seen the way the NFL goes. Because he has the same style. He always has the same style of quarterback. quarterback. Looking where the NFL is going, the Patriots have had the same scheme for a number of years, and they're moving away from it. I think Shanahan's innovative, and I think Lance will be his guy, and I think that's the direction he's going to want to go in. You made the pick. That's yeah. all that really matters. All right, Nick. All right. With the fourth pick, 
the Atlanta Falcons like Kyle Pitts um, out of Florida tight end. And to me, I think you still got to capitalize on Matt Ryan. Um, you know, I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. Julio Jones, great pairing on the other side. A lot of people have compared him to Julio Jones, even though that he is a tight end, but he's got that big frame. He goes up and gets balls. He's one of the most athletic people in this entire draft. I think he fits really well there. Their offense could really benefit from adding a guy like him, um, kind of like that old Tony Gonzalez scheme that they had going there, but I think even more athletic. So Kyle Pitts is my guy here. Solid blocker. Not keep, amazing, but good enough. Good enough to keep him in the tight end spot. Uh, moving on to I the... Do, f- I do think, though, that he's going to play a lot more wide receiver than tight end at the yeah, end of the day. He'll line up out there. But I think that he... Listen, he was just under a hair under 70 in PFF, which is not brutal. No. No, it is not. Moving on to the five, we've got the Benjis, the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm wearing my LSU Tiger hat for a reason. Wow. This is... Okay. I'm straying from Panay. Um, I do think it is important to protect your asset, your number one overall pick last year with Joey Burrow, but I think you gotta you gotta support him in other ways as well. Um, and for me, that's that's providing a number one wide receiver on the outside, Jamar Chase, who now you compare with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and it quickly becomes if Jamar Chase is what we think he's going to be, which in my opinion, in the same vein as Pitts, he has the potential to be a top all pro wide receiver top of, you know, caliber type player. Um, and, and then that three headed monster wide receiving monster is really, really impressive. And you've got Joe Mixon too. And that offense now becomes very, very hard to deal with um, from a, in, in, a div- in a division where defense is king. Mm. So that's where I'm going with the Bengals. Um, yeah. And, and good love to all those LSU Tigers out there. I mentally keeps him in it, and I think also, look, I think Chase has kind of separated himself as the top wide receiver without question. Uh, interesting, Jonah Williams obviously was a first-round pick a couple years ago, hasn't been fully healthy. They brought in Riley Reeve to play the right side, so the need for Swell is not necessarily as pressing as many people think, although obviously you know, Burrow got hurt last year, and people think, oh, no, you got to protect him. Freak injury. You do, you do. Also decent depth from the offensive line positions in this draft. Dolphins, I think... I'm tempted to take Panay Sewell, but I think I'm going to ride and take the next wide receiver, and I'm going to go Jalen Waddle. I think Waddle again, if he was fully healthy, aggregated stat line to what 12 games would have been, or how many ever games they play, ended up playing last year, um, was re- was ridiculous. And uh, I think he's an impressive wide receiver. I think he's the better prospect than Devonta Smith. I'm not saying I'm not knocking him anymore on his size, but I think it does take Waddle a step up that he is a bit bigger and plays a bit more physical. Um, and again, you have Fuller on a one-year deal. Parker's not always fully healthy. He's great when he is, but you still need to give two of some weapons and obviously the familiarity is there with Jalen Waddle. So that's why I have the Dolphins taking now at six. All right, moving All on right. to the Lions. Lions are on the clock. The Lions are trading their pick to the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. New England Patriots move up from the 15 to the 7, and I have them going with Justin Fields, who is my favorite quarterback prospect outside of Lawrence and I'll guess I'll say outside of Wilson because that's the popular opinion. Um, a lot of knocks on Fields are his ability to assess the pass rush and um, make decisions in the pocket when it collapses. Um, I think those are knocks that can easily be fixed. I think he does a good job of taking care of the football, doesn't turn it over a lot, uh, and he's a winner. You know, And Baker Mayfield may ne- never be the best quarterback in the NFL, but a big reason he was the number one pick a couple of years ago is the guy wins football games and he's a gamer. And I love that about Fields. And it's just the Patriot way. So I have them moving up, getting their guy, and Justin Fields at number seven. Then at the eight, 
supposed to be the Panthers, but I have the Bears mm-hmm. trading up to that eight spot. The Panthers move down to the 20. They also receive a uh, first rounder next year and a third rounder next year. Nice. Um, based off of kind of, you know, the 49ers moving up to that three spot. I have the Bears. They got to take a quarterback. They're moving up. They got to take a quarterback. There's only one left. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be Mac Jones. It's going to be Mac Jones. Maybe this puts a chip on his shoulder now being that last of the, the top four quarterbacks. Um, a lot of people, again, as Josh mentioned, projecting him to go to the 49ers. He is kind of a, he's a scheme fit, game manager type of QB, but he was top five in Heisman voting. He also has a really, really good persona. He leads a locker room well. That's something that they haven't had in Chicago. Maybe he can take up the mantle help out a really big football city, step in and be successful in a team that's really good, good defense. Maybe they just need the right QB. And maybe Mac Jones is that guy. Mm-hmm. So I have at, at eight, the Bears taking Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is a safe prospect, which is why I don't have the Niners. If you're going to move up, I don't know if so, you know, I think you're more willing to take that risk and the higher upside guy. Broncos are at nine. They're a team that can necessarily move up as well. I think they'd be, again, more inclined to move up to, for Fields and uh, move up for Lance. Lance gone. Patriots beat him to Fields. Yep. They're sitting there at nine. Uh, going to shore up the linebacker spot. Chubb's already had an injury. It's good last year. Von Miller's had an injury. They're a little weak in the middle. Micah Parsons, a guy that can do it all. Not brilliant in pass coverage, better pass rusher, but again, uber athletic and off the field uh, concerns aside. And I know he did opt out. He was phenomenal at Penn State. So I have the Denver Broncos taking Micah Parsons. I like that pick. Thank I mean, you. he goes well with uh, Von Miller and, and Bradley Chubb, and that's going to be a pretty ferocious defense. Yeah, for sure. Now we got the Cowboys on the clock. The Cowboys will take Patrick Sertan, the second cornerback of Alabama. I think it's a good fit here. I think that, uh, you know, they need to sure up that secondary. Um, you know, the offense, I think, will be good next year because obviously you got Dak coming back and, you know, you want to make Zeke happy and you've got Cooper and all these great guys coming back. And, and I think they're going to be clicking. But on the defensive side of the ball, you definitely need to sure up that secondary. And I think Sertan is probably the safest pick when it comes to the corners here. Mm. Can I ask you something? Are we automatically going cornerback for the Cowboys? I think, I think so. I think so, but I have. I think they could add some depth to the offensive line. I just want to throw that out there. I think I'm with you. It's certain, but I think that would be. I wouldn't be shocked if they went like Slater or Darisaw or Penny Sewell still available. Penny Sewell still available. Still available. Oh wow! The how these mocks work. We I just assume he's gone, but he's still, still available. available. Still right. available. Number eleven, G men going to the G men. Is not Penny Sewell. <laughs> is uh, another guy who's still available, who I think if one of the two, Smith and Waddle, are available for them, they're going to pick them. Really? Devonta Smith, is, he's there. Diller in on Daniel Jones. You got to give him a wide receiver one. It's not Sterling Shepard. It's not... Uh, Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. They did sign Kenny Galladay. They did. He'll be their one. But I do think that, you know, to have a young guy to pair with him, you know, this is Galladay's second team that he'll be on. I'm, I'm pretty confident they're going Devontae Smith here. Cool. Eagles are up. I think this is a shit situation, as per usual, for the Eagles. You want one of those wide receivers if they're there. Um, the Eagles, uh, make no mistake, have had serious issues, um, not only in the skill position on offense, but also the skill position on defense and in the secondary. Sewell is there. He's going to be tempting. You're going to want to block for Jalen Hurts, who right now is the guy with, again, none of these quarterbacks being there. So they're not going to take one of the top five quarterbacks. They're not going to stretch for Davis Mills. I think I'm going to go with the guy who, had he played last year, 
could have been considered the best cornerback in the class, and that's Caleb Fairley. So I think I'm going to go Caleb Fairley to the Eagles right now at 12. Nice. Need, I mean, especially if you got the you got the Giants with a, a deep receiving core, you got the Cowboys with a deep receiving core, you've got the Washington football team now with a semi with a pretty good receiving core, and now. of course they have Terry McLaurin. Yeah, you need you need DB help, so it's a good pick. I would say that a wide receiver definitely um, is something that they probably want the most. I'm tempted. I'm tempted for I'm tempted for Bateman. That was like my next guy up after Waddle. Um, I know they went, I, they went Rager last year. It's very tough to go when they're, first of all, their cornerback Slay is good. Minex is like fine. I mean, they have Bradley, their cornerbacks are so weak that going back to back years wide receiver in the first round is just a tough, tough sell for me. Uh, and they'd already gone Dillard a couple years ago in the first round. So I'm going to have them go Caleb Fairley. I think he's going to be a very good, he's a very good prospect. Great corner. Um, and I think they could get a guy in the second. Got it. All right. My chargers are up next with the 13th pick. Now look, did not expect Panay Sewell to be available at number 13. So um, I'm definitely going to take him, pair him up with his old Oregon quarterback and Justin Herbert. Um, he's by far the best offensive lineman in this class, and you get a steal, best available. Same situation that we just talked about earlier on the show with Jerome James. They fell. Um, if Panay does not fall to the Chargers, if he goes in the top 10, um, I'm thinking that they're going with Christian Derrissaw from Virginia Tech. He seems to be you know, the most sound out of the rest of the offensive linemen. And I'm hearing really good things out of him. Um, but Penai Sewell falls to the Chargers. Congrats, Nick. That's awesome. I think, it's, I think it's plausible. I, I know I I blanked on him not even being there because I assume he's going in the top 10. But I've also seen mocks where I, he does fall there, though. I also could see them trading up to get him as well. Because similar to what you were saying, Toss, about Herbert – or sorry, about Joe Burrow, you want to make – the guy's happy, right? Like pair him up with their former teammates, you know, a guy who's considered the best offensive lineman. I mean, this is a guy that you know what you're getting when you get him, but having that chemistry right off the bat, I mean, I know he's not throwing passes to him, but at the same time, you still want to play for guys that you're comfortable with. Hey, one most outstanding offensive lineman with Herbert under center. Makes sense completely. Yep. Okay, moving on to the Vikings. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, you I'm should. glad it worked out that way. I you think should it's, be. It's, you should be. It's, yeah, but it's possible. I mean, look, obviously we saw Laramie Tunsil drop like a rock, but that's for like crazy circumstances. But we mentioned Derwin James. I remember years ago Nick Fairley was supposed to be like a top five pick. He fell to like 13 to the lines. It happens all the time. And in a class where like wide receivers, quarterbacks, it's already like eight picks already. So I think it's, it's unlikely, but not out of the question. I don't think it's that ridiculous. I think we've seen crazier in the charity stripe. I will say that. Moving on to the Vikings, um, it's either the offensive line or the defensive line for me, but I actually am going to throw them Quiddy Pay for Michigan. Nice. Because yeah. they were the worst team in the Horrible. NFL in yes. sacking the quarterback last year. They had 23 total sacks. They have Hunter. Give someone across from him so they can work together. So that's why I have them going for Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Um, and I think it's it's what they need most. And a lot of times it's it's not great to draft for need, but in this case you have to because you have to pressure the quarterback. It's the first edge gone. And I think he end up will. I think he'll be the first edge. I think that's the case. I think Jalen Phillips. The injuries are too scary for people. I think it'll be Quiddy Pay. All right, Nick. Now you're back to you at 15, dude. With the Lions. Back to me at 15, huh? The Lions. Um, I think this one. You know, they're just gonna take the best receiver available, and I think for that. For them, that's Rashad Bateman. I've been high on him from a, from a very uh, early time. 
Um, Rashad Bateman, I think, is going to be one of the, the bigger steals of the draft, in my opinion. But yeah. wide receiver is definitely the biggest need for this team. With losing Kenny Galladay to the Giants, Marvin Jones goes to the Jags. Uh, they need to get some weapons for Goff if he's going to have any, you know, sense of career in Detroit. They need to help him out. So Rashad Bateman here. And I think he's a big, physical, uh, a really athletic receiver. He kind of reminds me of Odell Beckham in a sense, not just because he wears number 13, but some of the highlight reels that he has, the catches he makes, he burns corners. I think that he's a very undervalued wide receiver. He's closer than people think, I think, to like Waddle and Jamar Chase. I 100% agree, and I think it could be a situation like we saw last year where Justin Jefferson kind of went off, went off the board as the fifth receiver, and all of a sudden, I don't know if he's going to be the best long-term, but was the best rookie wide receiver last year. And I think right. if Bateman's in the right spot, I think the potential's there. And you look, you want the ideal situation is you get the picks and Goff succeeds in Detroit. They don't want Goff to fail. You got to set them up for success, and they need that receiver. I like that pick a lot. Staying with you, Nick, we're still on you. Cardinals, 16. Who are we rocking the with? Cardinals. I'm rocking J.C. Horn here. Uh, I think that they need to get a someone in the secondary. I think their offense is set, um, but just kind of having someone that can kind of take over for Patrick Peterson since that air is over. Um, J.C. Horn, I feel like, is a pretty safe um, corner bet outside of, you know, Sertan and I think JC Horn's even better than um you know your guy fairly but uh JC Horn's the guy here for me yeah I don't think it would be crazy if the Cowboys took Horn I don't think it'd be crazy if the Cowboys took Horn I also don't look I think the cornerback situation is a lot murkier than people think because Asante Samuel Jr he can go higher than people expect to true any of these guys can drop Greg Newsom could pop he could fly up too 100 the other thing I would say is that I think the Chargers are also high on J.C. Horn as well. From what I hear, Brand Staley really likes him, thinking him as maybe like a like a kind of you know a project for him, turning this guy into a superstar, kind of what he did with Aaron Donald. But I don't think the Chargers pass up on an opportunity uh, with a great offensive tackle. But you know, there's an option for them also, also take a cornerback. And yeah. I don't think that'd be J.C. Horn. Yeah, I like that pick. Right. I like that pick a lot. Raiders. The Raiders, um, I think at this point, look, they need help on the offensive line, and Slater's still there. I think yeah. it's a really easy pick for for me there. Um, drafting Slater at what is that seventeen? Yeah, hundred. It's not a you didn't drop like a rock, but a bit far than I thought he'd go, especially because of his position versatility. They got rid of Hudson in the offseason. They got rid of Gabe Jackson. You could put him at guard at first to start and get acclimated to the NFL. I think it's. I think it's a great pick. Someone to play opposite of Colton Miller. Yeah, great. yeah, bit of a no-brainer. Um, back to the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins could be tempted here with Najee Harris. I think people are going to want them to take Najee Harris there. Keep it in the Bama family. I think that'd be fun. I think I'm going to go with a defensive player, though. I think they could use help with the pass rush. I think they could use help with the linebacker position. Uh, Zayvon Collins, a guy that many people don't know out of Tulsa, is a skilled linebacker with great size, um, workhorse, and I think Flores is going to love him and want to throw him right in the system. So I'm going Zayvon Collins at 18 for the Dolphins. All right, next with the football team. Mm -hmm. This is a team that also needs a quarterback and could be a team that trades up. We never know. But I think they're going to wait a little bit to see who they can get in the second or third round to see if maybe Kellen Mond's available. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't mind seeing him play there. So I'm going to go uh, defense with Jeremiah Owusu. Kormoa. Got a lot of versatility, and their defensive line is already set. If you can get someone kind of behind those defenders, that's kind of a hybrid, um, you know, who plays plays linebacker and kind of safety. 
Um, you know, that could be a really great pick for them. A steal, I think, at 19, very athletic, very intelligent, um, and he can he can play a lot of different roles there. Mm-hmm. And people are worried about Wusu Kormo's size. He's only 215 pounds. Uh, Darius Leonard, again, though, one of the best in premier uh, interior inside linebackers, is not massive, to say the least. So I think that's a really good pick, a uh, guy to have at the helm. And that defense is, like, right there with being tops. So a guy in that center, again, to captain that defense. I think it's a great pick, Nick. All right, so then we are now at the 20th pick in the NFL draft. Was the Bears. They traded up to the 8th slot uh, with the Panthers. So now the Panthers are at 20. They need... I'm going with Darisaw. He's, uh, it was going to be, for me, it was going to be, again, kind of one of those situations. Who do I think is the best offensive tackle that's there? And for me, that's Darisaw from Virginia Tech. Um, and he's slotting in on that offensive line, protecting Sammy Darnold Baratheon. Sammy Darnold Baratheon. I think it's a, a good pick. I think uh, had we had they stayed and uh, Panay Sewell been there at eight, I think they probably would have gone with him as well. Yep. Moving Nick, on to the Colts. Who make a trade. Oh, there's a trade. With the Nolan Saints. Moving up from the 28 pick. And that is our friend Nikki Snacks Kreider back on the clock. Who are the Saints going to take? Back on the clock. I think with this pick, I think that the Saints trade up with the Colts because they want to get ahead of the Titans, who I think are also looking at a receiver. Okay. So with this pick, and this is one that could fall the second round, but I think they're going to take a risk on uh, Kadarius Toney out of Florida. Speedy guy, um, you know, got a lot of range can burn burn defenders i think he fits in nicely for the saints you know giving those some those quarterbacks some weapons um i think it's a good pick here for them yeah one of the most dangerous players with balls in his hands uh broke 32 tackles and 82 and 80 catches over the past two seasons so he's a workhorse with the ball in his hands a physical player yeah i like that pick a lot 22 titans titans that's me again nick the nicky snacks Kreider draft show who do we got with the titans the Tennessee Titans with the 22nd pick. They're going to go on the defensive line uh, out of Georgia, Aziz uh, Ujlare. Uh, he's you know a great defender out of Georgia. Uh, had nine and a half sacks last year. They lose Clowney, so I think it's a great opportunity to kind of fill that position and see if they can get someone who can get to the quarterback. Yeah, I th- I like that pick a lot. For the value of that is pretty great, seeing that Ojolari's a guy, I mean, at 14, I picked Quiddy Pay to go to the Vikings, but I think they could easily go Ojolari's direction, too. Yeah, he's one of those guys that kind of is like wrote OA out of uh, Penn State, Jason OA of Penn State. Uh, yeah. Both Miami guys. I like Ojolari. He was great last year for Georgia. Getting to the quarterback was a huge issue for the Titans, so I think it's a really smart pick. 23. 23, the New York Jets. Yes. Uh, recently in the first round, they picked their soon-to-be star quarterback, Zach Wilson, Let's give him some protection. I think that they're going to take Tevin Jenkins out nah. of Oklahoma State. He is a, he's a tackle, but he's versatile. He played guard at Oklahoma State, too. Um, and I think, you know, they're really grateful that he falls to them at 23 because otherwise I would see them moving up to try and try and just boost that offensive line to protect the fleet-footed Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Steelers at 24. Again, another spot that's being mocked for Najee Harris. I want to put him there. I'm tempted to put him there. I still think they need help on the offensive line. And I like Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC's versatility. So I'm going to go with him. He can play offensive tackle. He can play guard. So I'm going to have this. It's not a sexy pick. I don't love him at tackle. but I like him at guard. And yeah. I, don't, I, I really want to take Najee. I want Najee to go in the first round. I think he's so valuable. It's just people are so scared of taking running backs. So I'm going to go Elijah Vera Tucker at 24 to the Steelers. The Jags back on the clock at number 25. 
It looks like a lot of teams are scrambling for offensive linemen now, and I think we're going to stay with the offensive linemen here. Walker Little out of Stanford, mm. uh, play tackle. Um, we didn't see a lot of them last year. Actually, we didn't see them at all last year. Uh, last <laughs> um, play was in 2019, but um, I think they're going to take a risk here because you do have to protect the number one overall guy that you got. And um, with all these offensive linemen coming off the board, you really, you're kind of running out of options in the first round. So Walker Little is the guy here. Nice. That's squandering one of my teams later on um 26 26 is the cleveland browns welcome to the dog pound nick took actually who i really wanted for them was owosu karamoa and so with that i'm going to go stick with the linebacker position in a different direction i'm going with zaven collins at tulsa 65 260 i took him with the dolphins you took him with the dolphins so i, I took can't him with pick the dolphins so so let's can't just pick him let's just rewind okay Start from the top of that pick. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's tough. Good pick, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um. Okay, I'm good. All right. Next up, dog pound. The Browns. Great defense last year. I think they're going to continue to try and bolster that. It's definitely one of their strengths, especially when they try and pound the rock um, on the offensive side of the ball, running the football. I think they are going to go to the SEC. Take a linebacker by the name of Jamin Davis from Kentucky. Dude, great pick. He's, he's been fly- I like him, man. He's been flying up boards. If Zayvon Collins had been there, I would have picked him. <laughs> but that's why I'm going with Jamin Davis for the Browns. I think he's a sneaky pick. Yeah. I think a lot of teams, from what I'm reading, he's one of those guys that could slip into the first round. I made a small little list of guys I felt that like no one's really talking about that could slip into the first round. You mentioned uh, Greg Newsom, the cornerback. I think he's one of those guys that can pop in there. Um, Nick Bolton, another linebacker. Um, but I think Jamin Davis was my—he was my number one guy that could pop into the first round that no one's talking about. I think it's a really nice. good pick. Twenty-six, Thanks, man. gotcha, brother. Twenty-seven, the Ravens—they want a wide receiver. No Bateman—he's gone to the Lions at fifteen. No Tony—he's gone as well. The Saints moved up to get him at twenty-one. Nick's taken both the receivers I want for the Ravens. I think they are going to go. Our boy Deshaun Elliott is there at safety again. We mentioned him at the top. Trevin Merrig. Trevon Merrick, sorry, at a TCU, is just too good. Is just too good as a safety. He's such a ball hawk. Great pass breakups. I think the Ravens are going to take him at twenty-seven. That's who I have there. I like it. I and like then it. Back to me with the Colt to twenty-eight. Again, we saw Darisaw fly off the board. We saw Jenkins fly off the board. I shot myself. I Plaxico Burris myself. Shot myself in my own damn foot with Elijah <laughs> Vera Tucker taking him at twenty-four to the Steelers. Colts are going to want to trade back here. But we don't have that trade right now because this is the way it's broken down. And we're again, we said at the top, we promise we're not going to bore you with crazy wheeling and dealings and nickel and diming each other. Uh, Nicholas and diming each other, sorry. Uh, so at the Colts pick at 28, I'm going to go with a little reach, Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama, offensive lineman. Another guy who's probably going to slate into guard at first, but played offensive tackle last year. And I think he's capable, but he probably won't. Look, we'll he, see. He's falling down boards, but when we were, you know, in early talks of our mock last year, we were saying Leatherwood could be a top fifteen pick. I think he's good, I and mean, he was good. At, he was good for Bama last year uh, on the outside. I think the Colts will know how to use him, and, they'll, and they'll, they have to. You have to replace Costanzo. You have to, and you just traded for Carson Wentz. It, it's it's the most important thing to protect that man because God God knows he needs it. And he's never had it before. All right, moving on to the twenty ninth pick. We're going to Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers. This is not an extended car warranty. This is Aaron Rodgers' city. Um, I think that finally, finally, 
they go in, and it's tough because there's been a lot of receivers that have gone in this first round. And I'm going to once again take a receiver. Yeah. But they finally keep him happy, get him a guy. I wanted it to be Tony because I think that they can really upgrade Valdez Scantling and yeah. hit someone up with that speed. Um, but because he's not there, I'm going to go in a different direction. Devontae Adams plays in the slot so, so well. I'm wearing the LSU hat. I'm going to go with Terrace Marshall on the wow. outside to pair him with Devontae Adams, give him kind of a one-two punch for Rodgers and see what he can do with it. I so, like that. Thanks. Both the, more, like that. both the more guys are still there. I like both the more guys a lot. Yeah, the, the only problem I saw with those guys is their size. Yeah, um, they're both quite small. Rondale's like five seven. He's yeah, tiny. he's tiny. It's a it is a tough sell for me. Um, so both of them are slipping right now. I got the Bills back at the thirty spot. Ojolari was a guy I wanted for them. He's gone. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid that people are down in Barmore. I'm going with Christian Barmore, the first defensive lineman taken by the Buffalo Bills here at thirty. So Ed O the and first, Christian the first Barmore interior together. defensive lineman. First interior, right? apologies. First interior defensive lineman. Yeah. I mean, Look, he he fell. I mean, he on, on Pro Football Focus, he's he's the twelfth ranked player. So I mean, this is a big fall for him. It is a big fall for him. I think he has some character issues. So I'm I'm, I'm a big fan from what we've heard, and we know what it, what does that mean when it's not a situation where it's like honestly Parsons, if anybody has the most character issues with hazing. That's something you really got to consider. There's nothing, you, you know, the coachability and all that. Look, I think if McDermott can get it done, it's a winning organization. And they took a shot at Ed Oliver. If he's there, they're going to jump on him. He was dominant against Ohio State. He was dominant against Notre Dame. I love this kid. He, was, he spent a lot, so much time in the backfield. He caused fields hell. Uh, I'm going Barmore. 31. 31. We're going to keep it trendy because... The Baltimore Ravens love to draft Texas Longhorns. Nick. We're taking Joseph Osai, our boy from Texas. Love it. Great, Thank God. great player. He is a beast on the defensive line. He could play linebacker. I think he fits in great for their system. You're getting a baller. And I think, you know, the Ravens are there. They just really need to close games out, and they need a guy who can get to the quarterback. And Joseph Osai, Joseph Osai is a beast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the last pick. Not Mr. Irrelevant, but basically the first Mr. Round. Mr. Irrelevant for our, our episode draft, today. Yeah, yeah. Um, is the Buccaneers. And there's a million different directions they can go in, as is always the case you know, with the team that just won the Super Bowl. Um, I'm tempted to pick another Longhorn back-to-back right here because I've, it's been rumored, which is crazy. I'm not going to take Sam, but it's crazy that, that they're making that consideration. Um, but it would be amazing for him to get that. Sam dude. Cosme, not Sam Ellinger. No, I saw in a, in what? a mock. I swear to God, the, swear Sam to God, Ellinger was going the swear, first round. I swear to God, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I'm not going to do that. Cosme. Is crazy. I'm not going to do Cosme either. Um, I'd blow myself. That'd be so awesome. Wouldn't it be cool? Wow, that's gross. Um, Sorry, <laughs> and not possible. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm going to go with another another edge guy, uh, Jason Owe out of Penn State. Just to supplement, you know what they already have I on the like defensive him. front. Yeah, just another guy they can throw in that rotation. They just they become they already were the best rush de- defense against the rush um, last year. Let's do it again. Let's r- let's run it back three times. And uh, you know, I was I was also tempted to pick Travis Etienne because I think just another weapon to add to Brady's arsenal. 
would be would be pretty cool. But I'm going with Jason Owe out of Penn State. Yeah, they got Bernard. They don't necessarily need that running back. Right. Uh, Etienne's there. Najee Harris is there. Santa Samuel Jr. is there. Both Miami edge rushers are there. The Moors are there. There's a lot of guys still available. Again, it's a pretty new, solid. New, did anyone, no one took Newsom. No one took Newsom. Yeah. There's guys that are still on the work The guy I mentioned at the top, the defensive tackle out of Washington. There's guys that are still available. Obviously, really good picks. Jalen Phillips. Um, Jalen Phillips, yeah. One of the Miami guys. Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey, yeah. Landon Dickerson. Interior. There's a lot of good guys. The interior guys there. Um, but I think it's a good pick. Owe kind of is so raw athletically. Kind of reminds me of Jason, not like necessarily his play style, but like, you know, like that Jason Pierre Paul raw athleticism that the Giants took a chance on. Right. Obviously worked out. Nick, you've been keeping track on the simulator. I have. What is the like final order? The final breakdown. All right, here it goes. Number one overall, the Jags take Trevor Lawrence. Number two, the Jets take Zach Wilson. Number three, the Niners take Trey Lance. Number four, you got Kyle Pitts going to the Falcons. Five, Bengals taking Jamar Chase. Six, Dolphins taking Jalen Waddle. Seven, your Patriots taking Justin Fields in a trade with the Lions. Pick eight, the Bears trading up with Carolina for Mac Jones. Nine, Broncos taking Micah Parsons. Ten, Cowboys taking Patrick Satan. Eleven, Devontae Smith going to the Giants. Twelve, Caleb Fairley going to the Eagles. 13, my boy Penny Sewell going to the Chargers. 14, Quiddy Pay going to the Vikings. Pick 15, the Lions taking the Patriots pick and taking the wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Pick 16, J.C. Horn going to the Cardinals. Pick 17, the Card the sorry, the Raiders taking Rashawn Slater. The to rhyme. Slater to the Raiders. Nice. Uh, 18, 18, Dolphins taking Xavier Collins. 19. Jeremiah Uwusu Koromoa. That a boy. There we go. Second <laughs> chance to the Washington Podcast football team. Network. Nice. Wash football team. 20. Carolina is taking Christian Daristaw in that trade with the Bears. 21. The Saints trading up with the Colts to get Kadarius Tony. 22. The Titans taking Aziz Ujolari. 23. The Jets taking Tevin Jenkins. 24. Steelers getting uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, 25. The Jacks taking Walker Little, 26. The Browns taking Jamin Davis, 27. The Ravens taking Trevon Morig, 28. Colts taking Alex Leatherwood in that trade with the Saints, 29. The Packers taking Terrace Marshall Jr., 30. The Bills taking Christian Barrymore, 31. The Ravens are taking Joseph Osai. And to finish the draft in the first round, the Buccaneers are taking Jason Oe. Now, I think that's a draft. Right I think there. I think that's one of the better ones we've done. And I'm not just saying this. I, I made a I made a mock a couple days ago, uh, and I actually had some picks that were similar than that we had. I had the Bears move. I had the Bears moving up to get Mac Jones, so that was good. Toss great mock. We think we thought alike there. I had Oe going to the Bucks. At thirty-two, I had Slater at the Raiders at seventeen. Wow, there was a lot of there's a lot of you know similarities in this. Yeah, common denominator. You common, were involved in both mock drafts, so yeah, common denominator. That is the but I'm just saying like this is stuff that I thought that you guys also thought of. So pretty interesting. Um, great fans out there. Drafts Thursday. Get excited. Drag both feet inbounds. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free and hit your free throws. Why guys? Because they are free. Because they are free. We actually we love you. Presented by BetOnline.ag. 
we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Back. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship.